Welcome to Jessica Miles, the podcast, where each week we'll discuss my experiences as a professional spiritual medium, intuitive healer, and mentor. I'll be sharing what I've learned while developing as a psychic medium and facilitator of ancient healing modalities and much, much more. You were born with this innate ability to communicate and co-create with the unseen realms of the universe. This podcast is for those on a path of self-discovery and spiritual development, seeking grounded and practical tools to feel deeply rooted into spirit. I'm your host, Jessica Miles. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am excited to share with you a special guest. This is my friend, um, Sophia. She's a spiritual teacher and Akashic record reader, energy healer, and founder of Inshallah Academy. Through this bilingual academy, she is on a mission to make spirituality as joyful as it is profound, reminding you that spirituality can be fun. And these days, she does so through her signature program called Be Your Own Psychic, where she immerses you into powerful yet fun energy tools to teach you how to connect and channel your spirit guides in an amusing, grounded, and safe way. I have had the pleasure of studying with Sophia and becoming tight like a sisterhood over the last six years. She is somebody that I have personally leaned into when I am navigating, um, you know, my own healing through the Akashic records. She has used her ability and her gifts to also channel some um, incredible healings on all three of my properties. I know that you are going to enjoy this episode and um, please let me know what you think. Um, And you guys have a wonderful week ahead. Sophia, I'm so happy to have you here. I feel like it's been forever since I've seen your sweet face. How are you doing? Forever. I feel like I've lived so many lives since I moved to Miami from LA, which was like the last time I saw you was like six months ago. And now it feels like I've been going through so much. It's still oh, feel like the same, same person. I know. Well, and then, you know, like the motherhood thing, I feel like we do, we shed so much of ourselves, right? We unravel who we were to step into this new version of ourselves. It's a, it's an interesting transition. Did you feel any of that? Did you feel like, I know for me, it was a struggle when I had Charlie. It was like I was experiencing many ego deaths, so <laughs> many ego deaths. But at the same time, obviously, there's so much beauty in, in the sleepless nights and, you know, being spit up on and all of the things. Yes. And my son... He's in Scorpio, Scorpio. And mm-hmm. that's in my, I found this out recently, my astrological chart. He's in my tyrant, which is like my wound. <laughs> and I was, when he was born, I entered this two year period with that energy. <laughs> so it's like, and my friend, she's a Scorpio. She was saying, well, you know, like we come here to teach, like where our parents, so many things, especially Scorpios. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she was telling me this stories about her and her youth and I was like this isn't ever gonna end like you keep (laughs) thinking that you're past the worst and I feel like that happens to me I'm like oh okay now 
And then another thing comes and then I see older kids with homework and I'm like, okay, I really have it good now, you know? <laughs> it's so uh. true. So that Scorpio energy is that very transformation energy. And I'm actually not surprised you called in a Scorpio with all oh, of your, wow. your beautiful psychic abilities and mediumship. Abilities. Could you imagine having anything different? I, I can imagine having another one for now. It's like yeah. too much. <laughs> yeah, Eventually. that was me. I waited. Oh gosh, I think I was at Charlie and Oak are almost five years apart. Oh, that's good. I love yeah. those. I love those stories. I'm like, okay, I'll have some of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good. I, I needed that because again, I was a completely different yeah. author, even with Charlie, than I was with Oak because I had, well, one, a lot of years in front of me with being a mother, but I was completely different. I was more calm. I was more centered. I was excited, you know, because Charlie was a surprise. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a mom. I never held a baby. <laughs> so <laughs> there was just all these things. But again, I think that that imprint of our children, they come in to assist us in our own growth and learning. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. So how are you feeling now being in Miami? It's been so crazy because, you know, the last two years I've been – well, you know this, I've been talking about this for a while, right? I don't know if you remember, but um, I kept seeing it in meditations and I was like, okay, what, like, why do you keep pushing me? When I held my son talking about him, I felt like, oh, this kid needs to be in Miami. And I had been so resistant to move here <laughs> for so long. And then, and then I held him and I was like, okay, maybe like I need to start warming up to the idea. And it just kept coming up and kept coming up. And I honestly thought like, oh, I'm going to come here and everything's going to be way better. Like, you know, it's like that idea you have that like when you, they're like, oh, I'll quit my job and everything's going to be great. Or I'll do this or I'll reach a certain amount of money and like things will be like mm -hmm. problems are over. And my guides were like, I remember because I was channeling. I'm like, yes, like I did it. Like I'm moving. I had so many signs, like more signs than you can imagine. Like it was just synchronicity after synchronicity. And I'm like channeling and they're like, well, it's going to be challenging. And I'm like, what? Like <laughs> you've been making me move here for three years. Like telling me it's going to, it's the best, the best air quality, the best for you know your son, the best for like so many things. And then they're like, oh. and it's been, it's been really challenging and really like, I'm very happy with the decision, but at the same time, it's been like uh, a struggle in in a lot of ways of just like leaving friends again. I'm from Chile. I moved to LA nine years ago and it was leaving everybody, leaving everything I knew. And then for me, LA was always like my true home. So it didn't feel like leaving. And now I'm here and I'm like, oh, like starting all that over again, leaving your friends with a baby. And, you know, my husband also like left LA where his industry is. So it's like, it's been hard for him and I'm really happy here. So it's like this whole, just like everything got shook up in mm -hmm. the move, but the energy here, talking about energy on your podcast, it's truly, it's like this magical Lemurian almost kind of mm -hmm. energy. It's, and it's slower and it's the city of, you know, enjoying. I feel like everything here is like the music, the food, just everything, the beach, the sunsets, like you're constantly enjoying the earth and people around you. And of course, like 
you know, it has its things like any city, but it's been really, I'm very happy. It's been really good. Oh, I love that. And again, like you said, when we are given these opportunities to essentially welcome the tower card into our life, Mm -hmm. there is that processing that we have to go through. And I'm sure your husband's like, what the heck? Right. Oh yeah. (laughs) Again, ego death, peeling back all these layers of who we think we are, who we thought we were, and then transitioning into this new version of ourselves. It's, it's not for the faint of heart, but I always feel like once we get through the rubble and then you can really see what is left behind, it's like what is meant to be there. But do you think that, well, I'm sure you know this, but like you experiencing these challenges is just something that you are meant to teach, right? Like you have to go through these if we want to say death and rebirth cycles or, or opportunities of transformation, because as a facilitator and as a teacher, I feel like we have to experience these things in order for us to hold space for it, in order for us to teach it. Because I yes. know that you have this beautiful platform that you've been building for years and it's been so fun to watch you <laughs> really like climb, you know, it's been fun, you know, um, Especially because I know you as like this very like glitter bomb, you know? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Your guides are like very glittery. Yes. They and are. bright colors and pinks and like all these things. And I don't know, but I do feel like we do have to sort of get into the depths in order for us to hold space for these people that are seeking your teachings and are wanting to connect. Yes. And, you know, and every, even though like things, might have been hard like moving and then the cars didn't get here you know all the like 3d stuff like earthly stuff but um i still feel so expanded here and like it's the right like that knowingness that you have like it's the place i need to be even if i look around and everything's like up in flames i'm like okay like this is where i need to be and I do like it, though. I want to say that because, you know, I don't, I don't know if you follow Danielle Page. I, I think you do, right? Yeah, yeah. She always talks about moving to Miami and not liking it, but she knows that she needed to do it. Well, for me, it's like a little opposite. Like I moved here. I like it, but it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Those initiations. Yeah. But like- I do think it's part of like what we teach at the end of the day and just following guidance. Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't make sense and like even my car my guides were like leave this car here get a new car there my husband was like no where it's like too much money and I was like I just know that we need to leave that we didn't leave it the the two days before we moved in the garage somebody in LA broke in and like um they broke the handle and I was like I knew it but we already had it scheduled to move so whatever we moved here we got that earlier car and the car didn't arrive didn't arrive they ended up like um it went under a low ceiling so they had to I don't know how you call it when it's not like a car wreck but it's like the car was damaged and then they had to repair it and then they still charged that we got into a fight like in the street with this guy I was like you better give me (laughs) could you imagine me having a a street fight so I want to see that I want to see spicy I know. I, and I was telling my husband, okay, we need to be very calm and whatever. And like, don't yell at him. And I'm like, hi, you took my car. He's like, you told me to be calm. And like, the first thing you did was scream at him. But it was just like, oh, those things that you're like, I should have listened, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I just should have trusted. Yeah. And that just goes back to even, we're always getting those 
gentle nudges, like you said, that sometimes don't make sense at all. At all. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we just ignore them or we we go in kicking and screaming. I did a lot of kicking <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> I always think about that, about you with that, because mm-hmm. we always talked about that of like, how do you know a message is the right message? Because a lot of my students ask me this. And I once we were talking about this and it was like, when it doesn't, sometimes it like really goes against what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I got, um, well, I've been getting this message for years, but it's funny, right? How you say it, it'll keep coming until you like do it, yeah. building towards it. Or if you're building towards it and then you kind of pause and that, that purpose or that, that deeper knowing that your soul is like, I got work to do sister. And your human, your humanness is like delaying things. Yeah. Exactly. And I, you know, and, um, I always saw a vision of where I was meant to go in my work very early on and like stage work, big presence. Mm. And I was like, whole. Oh, and I'm still like that. I'm still like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> a lot of energy. Um, but at the same time, like, it's like, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. I, we've talked about this. I know yes. we've done many readings about this where I'm like, I just don't know. I can't see myself on a panel in like a business suit, like saying, sharing all these information. And you're like, I can, I totally see my hot pink blazer. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. The other day a friend asked me that and she was like, well, Sophia, but would you go like tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. Like if somebody called me to be on a stage tomorrow, I would get on a stage tomorrow. Oh, like I know for me, mean. it's not like, like it's part of who I am. I feel like, yeah, you know? it's, it's totally so funny. That is, and that is you feeding that Leo aspect of yourself too, right? Yeah. And I, I'm a Leo moon, oh. but mine's in the 12th house. And so I like to hide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're very good at like going against that. I feel like, cause you're, yeah. you're such a natural though. Cause you're hiding like in the podcast maybe, but mm-hmm. like you're here and you're like such a natural when you speak and you hold spaces. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, so well, when thanks. are you going on stage? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it in so, the and- so let's get to the meat and potatoes. I don't know. I've been I've been um, asked by certain clients to do things on a on a big capacity, mm. and I'm like, oh shit. But again, I know that that's like it's building, and so that I'm taking this entire year from what I've been getting. Like again, guys, doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense for me to take my thriving business where I have a huge wait list and my things fill up very quickly to go. I'm probably not going to really work this year because I have to work on that part of myself that wants to be seen in a greater capacity. And yes. so again, doesn't make sense, but I know it there's it's it's a deeper calling that I have to buckle down and go into channel writing and and change some of the teachings and t- change and align some of the teachings of uh, what wants to come through for where I'm being set up to go over the next 10 years, right? Um and so, so yeah. Speaking of teaching, what are you teaching these days? So, so right now teaching might be your own psychic program, which used to be just, you know, a lot of energy tools and things, but I completely channeled it again, like three months ago. And it's been so fun. The other day I did this Merkaba meditation, I channeled for it. And I'm still like trying to, I was telling my husband, like, please help me get back into my body. He was like, back from where? <laughs> it's like, cause I went, like, you so know, the places I've been yeah, I was like, I don't know, but I'm like, I could feel like I was like a hundred stories up. Like, and for me, that's not normal anymore. I don't know if that happens to you. Like we learn to ground at a certain level and then a new level comes in mm-hmm. and it's like always a challenge, at least for me to keep grounding myself. So in Be Your Own Psychic, I have a lot of new grounding techniques and meditations and 
um, deprogramming to connect because, you know, there's there's so many fears I've seen over the years that get in the way of some people, um, like the fear of being seen, of seeing ourselves. Also, mm-hmm. I feel like so many people can't go into the meditation because they're so afraid of what they'll see about themselves. And I noticed that I needed to deprogram that um, the fear of being crazy. <laughs> you know, that one, <laughs> you know, we all know that yeah, we one. all know that one. <laughs> And the fear of failure is such a big one, I think, in in our world right now. Of like, we're always taught to get straight A's and do all that. And when you're, and this must happen to you too, but when you're like in this work, there's no, you can't have expectations of getting an A because mm-hmm. you'll get a C. You know, like it's like it's That's not true. gonna work. You need to, you you can't. And there's so much fear of failure, and that gets in the way. And that happened to me recently. I was taking this mediumship class more advanced and, you know, I'm a medium too, and I've been doing mediumship readings, but we're always learning. And in this class, I wasn't getting anything right. And it was like such a hit to my ego. And I was like, what is going on? Like I do these private readings, they go amazing. And then I go into the class and I just feel so, and I notice it was like the fear of failure getting in the way of my, um, like channeling and my connection and and just like judging myself for who I am and like all the things that can come up you know so I integrated that and I feel like that's been a huge change in how to connect to your guides which is what I teach in be your own psychic and channeling more before I used to have one class on channeling now I have a ton of them because channeling for me is so fun like word by word and I think that's where I can get out of my mind. Does that does that happen to you? Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to read the energy of something. And I'm like, oh, yes, no. And like, you're too into it. But when I channel and I just repeat word by word what they're saying, that's mm-hmm. when that happened to me. It's like, it's going to be amazing, but also challenging. And I was like, I don't want to even write that word when I'm channeling. I'm like, really? Again? Yeah. Um, um, I love that. So do you use automatic writing when you channel for yourself or for your clients? I, I used to do it for my clients. I just, I just, no, I use my voice usually. And yeah. I just record myself just going word by word. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, I, I do write, but now I don't channel as much. I just channel for myself these days. Yeah. Um, not so much for clients and for clients. I just, I just go in the records, which is, I guess, a different kind of channeling. It's more of like reading energy, saying what they're repeating some words, but it's not like a continuous flow mm-hmm. of information. We're always sort of like parallel. Yes. It's in one another. And I love when we catch up because we're like, oh my gosh, we're always like, we're doing the same and we don't know it. We're we're clearly being led by the same energy. Um, because I mean, we've been studying together since 2018 and then we've been in each each other's lives since then. Um, which is always a fun thing to revisit. But I, when I write for client, when I'm sitting down for a client session, I will hear word for word and then I'll write like little cliff notes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'll sort of go into, or if I get in my own head or if I don't understand something that's coming through, I'll look down and I had written it down. Mm, Like I didn't realize I wrote it down. But for myself, when I'm like wanting to tap into my own soul or just be curious about what's on the horizon for me or why am I feeling X, Y, Z, I'll go into a channeled state for myself and I can hear myself talking out loud yeah. Or, or even in my inner ear, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to write everything down fast enough. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. And when I channel classes, I do channel 
writing in the computer. It's so interesting because that's how you learn how to work your energy. Um, I don't think that I love teaching it because it, there's no right way. And then we can use them for different, different situations. Like that's what I'm hearing happens for you too. And mm -hmm. it's like when I'm channeling for my courses, I channel the computer. I never channel for me in the computer when I channel, you know, it's like, I have my little, my different ways of channeling and platforms, I would say. Um, but I love, I love channeling because it really helps me get out of my own way. It's like, yeah. And I think it's, um, that channeling for me or even automatic writing through channeling, that was one of the first ways that I would receive messages. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is not me because I don't speak this way to myself. I'm harder on myself. I'm doubtful within myself. Like I could see how everything that was channeling through was this very positive, gentle, affirming conversation that was coming through. And I remember I'd be like, who in the heck just wrote this? And I'd hear yes. your higher self. And I'd be like, who's that? <laughs> that is so, that is something that if you're a beginner and you're listening to this, like really enjoy that. Cause I feel like I'm still in awe of what I hear. But like that first time that you read something and you channeled, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. And you like, you channel that. And it's like, I did that. And like, that didn't come from me. Like, where is that coming from? Yeah, where did that come from? And I, I love to look at old journals because when I was first developing, I would write so many things down. And I love like grabbing those every, every now and again and just reading what came through and seeing what manifested from those messages. Because when I would receive messages in the beginning, it was like, you're a spiritual counselor, you're a, you're a teacher, you're a leader. You're, they would say, you're a shaman. You're the, and I'd be like, what? And <laughs> I was, it shaman. just was, you know, it was not like in my awareness. I was so blocked in my awareness. Like I said, those limiting beliefs of, first of all, am I crazy? Right. Mm -hmm. And then um, I would get these messages about what I would be doing in the future. And I was like, that is no, I, I can't see myself doing any of those things. And when I, so when I revisit those, those writings or those teachings that came through me, I'm like, it all happened. Yeah. I, like my own ego was getting in the way. Cause I was, I didn't believe that it was possible for me, but it was, it was going to happen regardless if I would just follow those little nudges and say yes to things that were uncomfortable and he, do my own healing work. Um, and so, yeah, it's just that, that the magic of being your own psychic, it is available to all of us. It is. And that's what people don't know either. It's like, they think that you have, and, and this was me too. Like I thought that you had to be born with it. And I remember when we met, cause we were in the boat in the same course. And I was like, I remember you were already connecting a lot. And, and I was like, I looked at you like, well, she's been listening. Like she's been receiving information from forever. And like, that's, that's what I thought when I saw you, I was like, well, all these people that are here, they were born psychic. Like we're born seeing things. And for me, it wasn't that way. I was like, please, is there a guide out there? Like somebody. And now like what you were saying, I, I have this course. It's like a mini course. It's like, what is your anxiety trying to tell you? Because I went through anxiety and I was like, and it's in the Akashic Records and everything. And the other day I, I opened it up and I was like, where did I like, did I find this on Google? Like about what, what anxiety was and I was like, that's interesting. Is that from a book? And then I, I, I remember that I had channeled it, but <laughs> I had no idea. And I was like trying to think like, oh, I didn't put the source there. Like maybe like I copied it from somewhere Then I realized it was just me. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, it's for me, it's so wonderful and so amazing. Everything that's available to us and it feels like cheating. 
Doesn't that happen to you at times? You're oh, like, yeah. I tell people all the time. I'm like, the more that you dive into this self-discovery and channeling your intuition and trusting it throughout, you know, cause we, you and I, we were devoted in class, right. Yeah. But not a lot yeah. of people are doing that. Right. They're just like, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, we knew we were, we were like, we have to figure whatever this is, is a calling. We don't know what it is yet. I don't know if I believe it, but I just know that I'm supposed to do something with whatever this is happening. Right. But I think that the more that people like trust their intuition just throughout their day, like, oh, what, what does my food, like, is this food good for me in this moment? Or, oh, maybe I don't need to go to the gym in this moment. Like, you know, when you're like trusting those yeah. gentle nudges, I feel like that's when it gets like much stronger. And then for like me back then, I remember sitting in that same class and being like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> and I didn't know how I was connecting. I didn't know like where it was coming from. I didn't, I, I was just like scared shitless saying what was coming out because, you know, Catherine was like, just say what you got. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, um, and again, it was just, I didn't classify myself as, you know, where they say a natural born medium or a natural born psychic. I, I was actually like, I'm not supposed to be here. Wow. I'm not supposed to be here. And I know that there was many other people in our class that felt the same way. Yeah. But what was really cool about it is that we invested, you know, time and energy and we were excited to learn more about what was going on. And I think that when that excitement is there mm -hmm. and that, that desire to want to know something deeper, that desire to want to feel centered and grounded and just to feel good, like you said, you had anxiety and I'm sure that you were able to sort of navigate where that anxiety was coming from just by doing this work. Right. Well, and actually you were a big part of that because we, we, <laughs> When I found out I had a past life, the past life where my anxiety came from, you were practicing. It was the first practice reading that we did. And oh, really? Yeah. And you told me that my past life, I was this widow that had a ton of anxiety um, from grief. And at the time I had anxiety about, I think it was like before getting married, I had a lot of like issues around that and like, and even moving to the US like as a couple it was really scary for me and and I had my psychiatrist she told me like you'll never get to the root of it and you know this is so funny because she told me that and I read her the last year and I didn't know it was her and the next day she's like hey like I think you were my patient and I was like oh my god and that's when I realized that I had read her and she told me that, and I feel like so grateful to the, to her for that. And I know now she like believes in all this, but at the moment she was like, oh, it's going to be too expensive. Like you'll never get to the root of the problem and just take these little pills. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm always like saying like, if you need to take medication, it can save your life. Cause it did save mine. Thanks to that. I was able to make a lot of decisions that I wouldn't have made maybe. But I tried, but I still kept going to try to figure out what was really wrong. I wasn't using it as a, you know, just a, um, a solution, like a, a permanent solution. It was like, okay, I'll take this while I figure it out. So I can't get out of bed and figure it out. And, and yeah, in, in my past life, it had a lot to do with that. And you were feeling, I remember, because you were so scared. Terrified. <laughs> You were, you were, you were like calling the, our teacher, Catherine, you were like, Catherine, like, I feel so much grief. Like, I don't know what's going on. I feel it in my chest. And she asked me, she was like, did you ever have like, um, a lot of like, a, like depression or something like that? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, this is where it came from. 
and that for me if I get chills like that for me was like a big big moment um because I went back to that life later after that through the years I've gone through the Akashic Records and it's been really eye-opening to see where these things come from mm-hmm. and that, that's just like such a wonderful thing and that's what I love teaching about past lives too is just there's so much information there it's just like this is what I'm saying like it feels like cheating because mm-hmm. it's not the usual way that we connect or supposed to connect or supposed to get information from and it's where the gold is honestly that's how I feel yes and thank you for like coming back to the cheating thing because 100% I didn't realize then that I had all of these quote-unquote assistants working for me giving me information (laughs) and now I'm like lean into those guys I mean like they will anything you ask and anything that you're curious about one, have intention, of course, like make sure you're connecting to yeah, the right frequency ones. and things like that. But there's so much available to us. There's so much information and loving support that is available to every single one of us. And it's just like you said, just creating those rituals, those routines, those openings and the time to really invest in yourself so that you can feel more centered and, and trust the guidance that's coming from the center of your body, you know? And yeah, last year I did a retreat in Chile like a day retreat. And I was calling in all the guides that were coming from the retreat. And there were so many guides and it's it's so, and people are like, we're really like, how many can you have? And I'm like, you can have all the, like they're infinite. Yeah. And one of them was a giraffe. <laughs> and like, imagine seeing that when you're first connecting, you're like, oh, I want my guides like for my retreat. And you get like this giraffe, which mm-hmm. I've never thought of. Like, it's not like, you know, that animal that you always think about. And I was like, what are you doing here? And I think she said like, oh, I'm like an assistant PA, like I'm a production assistant or something like that. <laughs> and it was so random because you're like, why would I make myself up that there's like a giraffe in spirit, you know, standing right in front of me to help me with my day retreat? Like if you talk about it, like in a logical way, it doesn't make absolutely no sense. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And again, I think that sometimes things come through in a way that's playful to keep us childlike, right? Because I always say the more that we allow ourselves to lean into that part where our energy is expanded, we receive more information and you're really light and funny. So of course, like, why wouldn't you get like things that are light and funny? I'm the same way. I get the funniest guides. They're sarcastic. They say fun, like, you know, the the funniest things. And then I, I also get funny, um, spirits that cross over that are very like quick. Oh yeah, me too. I'm the same way. So of course they would align with my energy, you know? Yeah. That is so, it's so fun. Like that's, that's my main goal is like to show people that this is fun because we've been programmed talking about programming. Yeah. Like the girl who won't let it go, but, um, you know, like all these like shows, um, on TV and not even like scary movies and stuff. They show you like, this is a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. and it's such a beautiful and funny and, and my guys, like you said, are really funny. And sometimes I do, and you do too, like medium medium chip sessions that are like, if you hear the story from outside, it's like, oh my God, that sounds so sad. And it's so depressing. And like, how can you even do that? And um, you know, like all these things. It's like, it's not good for you. You're going to bring spirits into your house. I, I have a friend, she she won't let me do any work at her. <laughs> Once I stayed over and she's like, okay, but don't do any readings while you're here. <laughs> she she's thinks like, like don't do any of that witchery. 
call in all the spirits and stuff. And, but it's really like for me now, it's really fun and beautiful. And when I do those readings, even when it's like really sad, being that light for that connection between two worlds is just so, I don't know, like, I, I know you understand me on this, but it's like, it's almost fun. It's like, there's a tra tragedy and you're living in like this, like other side where everyone's okay. And it's just a different sense. You, you, you understand the world in a different way and it's way more fun than the regular world. Like well, so true. Come join and, us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. But, but then you also think too, like, ugh, I remember when I first started doing police work, I was like, Oh, I don't know if this is going to be Oh yeah, going to be like right, but I haven't gone there, so don't take but, me like. But no, but honestly, like mo me moving into it, I think because I had established enough of my own sovereignty and my energy, I did yeah. enough healing that yes, things can look scary on paper. You hear the story, and and I had a really wonderful teacher who would say, "There's nothing you can do to change what's happened. Just think of it as you reading a story, and you're just gathering information." And so when I did, you hear that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, I thought it was somebody in your house. <laughs> I'm in my office. Hi guys. Nothing. Yeah, I know. Well, hello. Um, the fun ones, please. No, I kidding. know, exactly. <laughs> um I love when I talk about certain certain types of work that I do, how things get very active in my office. Oh, there we go again. I love. Um, but um <laughs> when I started, you know, going to these classes and and you know, giving my input on certain miss missing person cases, I can't explain people like, I can't believe you do that same thing. Like that seems so dense and yeah, it is a frequency for sure. Yeah. But what I get on the other side of it to hold space in that way is something you can't, I can't even describe it. It's like to be able to know that if I'm helping somebody just a little bit, even, you know, just a little bit to get them towards their healing, it's priceless for me. And so I've had considering the things that I've seen in some of these cases, I've had wonderful experiences. I've been able to see things from all perspectives. And I think that when we um, allow ourselves to get out of that fear, spirit will show us that, you know, the different worlds, it, well, worlds within worlds, but also will show us how we can look at everything from a place of compassion and love and understanding, regardless of the actions that led up to that place. And so that for me was a huge eye-opening I'm like, oh my gosh. But again, this work is, I mean, it can be challenging if you're, if you're, you know, if you're... I mean, definitely like it's not, no, yeah. Let's not take that out of the equation. Yeah, if you're not grounded. And if you're not like leaning into your own healing work, I always say like spiritual development and self-development go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. And, um, the more that you lean into both, the better it is just being a human, not even like trying to be a professional reader. Right. Um, but that was like one of the biggest takeaways that I've, that I've gotten from just training and and learning and, and doing readings for all these years is the more that we can clear those limiting beliefs or that programming or dissolve some of that, that fear that we have either, you know, experienced in our life or movies that we've watched, like all of these things, then we can see it from a clearer picture. We see it from a cleaner window. And it's so, it's so interesting that you put it that way. And that, that happened that there, there was noise behind you <laughs> because like, tell me, like, if you told me before we even went into psychic training, like you're going to be doing a podcast and something's going to make noise. 
I would be so scared. Wouldn't have you been so scared? Sometimes my students are like, I don't want to like feel anything. You're like, don't come. And I'm like, I get it because I was there. But yeah. now it's almost like fun. It's like, oh, yeah. hi. Like, I'm like, someone's here. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's so it's so interesting because also, and, you know, I don't want to go into too much of that side of the thing. But what once you are working with spirit, you realize that even if they look like bad like most of them you can you can heal it you can help them figure out you know there's like things that are so scary the other day I was I was helping this little girl and she was seeing like this woman and the way she described the woman it was like from a horror movie and I was like oh no but then like I talked to the woman and the woman you know what she told me why she was like bothering this little girl she said that she was her daughter in another life and she kept wanting to warn her she told her her dog was going to pass, which I thought was like, you know, horrible. Like no kid wants to know that. But when I was talking to her, I just realized that this was just another soul that needed healing and help. And I crossed her over after a long time. <laughs> she mm-hmm. finally agreed. And I kind of moved over with her to help her and then came back. Um, but at the end of the day, it was so healing for everyone involved and just like and I explained to this girl I was like you know this is not a bad thing you're not don't be afraid of this like and I got her like I made her see her good guides you know like the ones that looked good and a little animal guide uh, that she could use and it's just so interesting because nobody when you were little and you if you said something like that you're probably going to be ignored or called crazy or they would call like you know a priest (laughs) Which, which immediately leads you to believe that there's something wrong with you or this is scary, this is wrong. And at the end of the day, you get to make your own boundaries and you get to heal your energy and, and these things, you know, you can, we have, I don't know, like you have the power of your own energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. I remember when I realized that I had the ability to turn my station on and turn my station off. Mm-hmm. because, you know, I didn't know that, you know, we, like you said, we see these movies, we hear these stories and you're like, it's just on all the time. Um, and, and there were definitely times where I was more on than off. Um, but that was like, like you said, that was a boundary that I needed to place for myself. And, yeah. um, and now I'm at a place in my development where things are so gentle with the world of spirit mm. that I, I can almost miss it. I, that happens to me too. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Like it's so subtle other than that slamming of the of the wall just like, <laughs> yeah, like, like you're gonna say <laughs> so subtle suddenly things are gonna but, start but, like but you know sometimes I'm like I'll be doing a session with somebody and I'm not even intending to go into mediumship and we'll, we'll you know I'll just be giving information and then all of a sudden I'm like wait that's my guy doesn't talk like that that's that's like a human hold on let me <laughs> hold on a second and then I have to like really tune in or before it was just like I have a woman here. It was like my whole body would vibrate. It was so loud. And again, now it's just, it's a lot more gentle than, you know, why I I had the same experience. And I think it's because we're moving into working with larger groups of people. So we, we can't be feeling all the, all the feelings that we had for one or two people. We need that, you know, like to save our energy. That's Mm -hmm. my take on it. Um, The other day I was falling asleep (laughs) It was suddenly like in the corner of my eye, I see, but you know, in spirit, not like they're standing there, but just like in my mind's eye, let's say that um, this guy with a suit and a suitcase full of money, and he's just standing there. 
And I'm like, is that for me? And I was like, because also like I've been like having my like, best month my routing ever. Number? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is this like the money that's coming in? But he looked, he was like weird. He didn't look bad, but he just looked too human for me. So I was like, okay, it's 10 o'clock. I need you to leave and like come back tomorrow. You know, like this is not. And it was so funny because I could see him standing outside of my door, but like with the suitcase open and the money there. And and he was like, okay, I'll wait. But like, as if you closed the door on somebody and he was like waiting there. So I was watching a movie and I could still feel him <laughs> outside just standing there. And then the next day I had like a free time and I like took my phone for Instagram and suddenly like he pops up and he's like, do you have time for me now? <laughs> I know they can be so polite. Is it, but but it's because like you have I, I was like no like I'm not gonna yeah. listen to you you come back tomorrow I don't care if you have a suitcase full of money <laughs> or whatever you're trying to bribe is. me with that suitcase full of cash <laughs> I know it felt so weird and I, I was like you need to be outside and that never happens to me and people are like do, do they wake you up at night or all these things and I'm like I sleep so well I don't have any nightmares like and if I need help I'll just call on my guides like if I ever need something I know they're there and that I'm also like, I'm like, I am light, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know that that trust piece, when when we get that, um, when that sort of aligns within, it's magic, right? Yeah. When, when we know and we trust that we're guided, we're protected, that we're loved, like when you can like really sink into that, I feel like those little antennas really amp up. They really, they really fire up. And it's not like we don't do the deep work. I really want to say that because I feel like they're like, oh, it's fun. And you don't know, oh, like I, we've, we've traded some intense sessions with weird stuff. I cleaned two or three of Jessica's houses, you know, when you three. do, you do three, <laughs> all three <you> locations, <laughs> when you do like space clearings, weird things come up and it's not like, oh, it's all rainbows and butterflies. But yeah. when you train correctly, I will say, um, it's unlikely because it could still happen, but it's unlikely that anything will happen that you don't know how to handle. Let's say that. Yeah, exactly. And then again, too, I think, you know, when you're setting that intention to want to understand this language, you, I think we have to sort of walk through this wheel of all of it so that we understand it. Like we go back to our personal power, right? Like I think I had to experience certain styles of mediumship to know yes. what, what style of mediumship I needed to, 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 or I, what style of mediumship I wanted to do, or I had to experience certain types of energy healing and energy healers to see what was in alignment for myself and what I wanted to teach. And you know what I mean? So I feel like everything happens with purpose. Um, but like you were saying, the shadow work is really important. The, yes. the doing the deep work is really, really important because you never want to be a facilitator that holds space from a place of fear for a client. Oh, I, always, I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I know, of course, like we're always like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, and even like who you allow work on you too, yes. right? Um, I've had some really incredible healers in my life, but when I started doing like deeper shadow work, when I was working, you know, studying in the, like crime and I had healers that were, were afraid and I was like, I can't work with you anymore because I can't have that, that frequency, that fear exactly. plugged into my aura. Um, and again, not to shame that person, no. but I'm like, I can't, I can't be there. Like, I can't have you reading me from a place of fear. I need you to be, you know? Yes. I, and I, I think one of the, yeah.
Exactly. It's like, you can't be, no, I do think there, there should be some judgment around this. <laughs> yeah. Because I do think that you don't, you can't truly put yourself out there as a healer if you're not ready. Of course, there are levels that I'm like, oh, I'm not going there. Sorry. Here's your money. Like, bye. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's okay. But you do have to heal yourself, walk through some things yourself to be able to hold space. I feel like I was talking about this with one of my students and she was like, I feel like this year is a year where like fake light workers, like they're done. Like everything's kind of come to to light in that sense. And like the good ones will be standing and I'll, and I'll say I'm one of the good ones, but it's not like they're bad people, but they're not prepared. They're just I'm in prepared. it for the money. You know, it's like mm -hmm. all the TikTok people doing rituals and stuff. Oh my God, I can't. And it's like, like wrapping, you know, like in, in, <laughs> I was talking about this the other time because in, in Chile or Peru or whatever, there's, there's a lot of these rituals and everybody like does them at their own home. And the other day I was like, you do not raise somebody. Do you know what raising somebody is? Yeah. I've heard of that. I've, I've had many of conversations with people about this and I, I, it's not something I align with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, it, it interferes like you don't don't even like it's not good for you to be using those kind of tools in, in my opinion um but those things they're just like so old world so they're we don't we don't need to do that we yeah for those of you who don't know what freezing oh, yeah. is, <laughs> yeah because it's it's true like i'm a, a huge believer in whatever you put out comes back to you tenfold Mm -hmm. So whether it's the words that you speak about somebody, whether you're speaking, like if I'm speaking poorly about somebody, mm -hmm. I'm, it's a reflection of myself one, let's be honest. But if I'm, if I'm speaking good vibrations into the world, I'll receive that back. Right. And so this element of freezing, um, again, I don't know too much about it cause I never studied it, but I've had conversations with people about it, but it's essentially you're putting someone in the freezer too. Yeah. <laughs> you shut them up to get them out of your life. I think that that comes from a fearful place, me personally. Mm -hmm. um, and so my whole philosophy is um, everyone comes into your life for a reason. There's a teaching moment there, whether you're the teacher or, or you're the yeah, student. There's a contract. There is a contract. And I think that if someone is in your space um, that is tossing energy your way or treating you poorly, um, I say, check in with yourself and where have you allowed some of your boundaries to falter? Um, I say, go do the deeper work that's more internal and dissolve that contract with love. I like to do that energetically because we can't just go around telling everybody that we love them all day long when they're being shitty to us. Right. But it's, I, there's this energy exchange that happens. And I think that you're right. I don't, I, that, um, some of the stuff that we're seeing on social media, I'm like, oh, it's just so yeah not or <laughs> even like there was this one one call I was in and it was like a business like Facebook group I don't know and there was this woman who I don't know and she was like pulling cards out and people were asking and she was just like reading the pamphlet which is not bad right we all do it but she I, I could see the answer psychically and it had nothing to do with what she was saying and the woman was like oh really I don't know and like people trusting and giving their all to somebody who's not even connecting. They're just like literally pulling any card that comes out and just reading the description, which, you know, works at times, but there's so much more, like you can't be holding space for other people if you're not truly connecting and it, same with yeah. like crystals or, and this is what I like about 
you know, the way that we teach, because we don't teach, like we could teach crystals all day. Crystals are amazing. But if you don't have that intuition to know, like what I always say, like the personality of the crystal, you can buy any rose quartz, but what if like that rose quartz doesn't align with what you're supposed to do? Or like, you don't know, like everything has um, just like a specific frequency that is not, it's not generalized. And that's also something I see coming for this year is like, we're going to be working more on everybody's own vibration and not like this exactly. general theme of things. There we go. Witness how you and I are always in alignment. My guide said <laughs> this is the year of the aura. Oh, I love that. It's like, and so for it's me, different. it's like, okay, how can I like, like fine tune my own energy even more mm -hmm. so that I am not disillusioned by the things that are being played. You know, let, let's be honest, like there's a lot of stuff on social media, especially the algorithms and things. And it plays on our insecurities. It plays on our, our sense of self-worth and our personal power. Um, I see it all the time with astrologers. Mm, you mm, know, I, yes. I like to look at astrology as a tool. It's yes. a tool. It's another layer. I am so tired of hearing some of these astrologers talk about like, this is how you are going to feel. Yeah. Going, and I'm like, no, let them feel into how they're going to feel. Uh, in my podcast in Spanish, I've literally said this. This is why it's so funny. I've literally said like those posts on social media <laughs> that say just like a generalized phrase of like, you shouldn't be doing this if you are wanting to do that. And it's like, let people do whatever they need to do. Like that's some yeah. of like one of my pet peeves, honestly. It's just that seeing like even human design, like I love astrology and I love human design. Me too. Um, but it's like the other day, one of my students, she was like, well, I can't because I'm a projector and I only work four hours. And, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, we're, we're hold, hold everybody. <laughs> Shut up in the class. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> the teacher's going to teach. And I was like, just like you can't be. And this is what like repeating like everything you learn and then using it as an excuse. I'm a projector, too. I was like, I'm a projector. I've been here working all day, all week for you know, yeah, maybe I should work a little less. Let's not, I'm going to be like honest with myself. I know I need to work less. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to let that dictate when I feel good or not. And I'm not going to use that as an excuse um, to not work or to like, oh, I don't know if I should put out this program because I'm all, only supposed to work four hours a week or something like that. I don't even know. Yeah, where it's like um, disempowering, right? Um, exactly. Yeah, and I think that, when we're not using that discernment, especially as someone who's like, like truly seeking, I think that a lot of what's happening on social media, this, the, the creators are playing on that because they know that it's going to get them views, likes, followers, like whatever. Um, and so, yeah, that, that understanding your own energy, or like you said, becoming your own psychic, you know, yeah. understanding your own aura that's yeah. the key here because somebody can say, someone like me or Sophia can say to you like, oh, this is what I'm seeing or feeling, but you may get a gut reaction that goes, ah, actually, I, was, I felt like I was supposed to do something else. And my whole thing is like, always trust your own intuition because yeah. a reader can be reading it a little bit off, right? Yeah. We're, we're not, we're not a hundred percent accurate. God, wouldn't it be great if we were? <laughs> Does it happen to you that sometimes somebody else is reading you and you're like seeing that they're saying it from their ego and not their intuition. Yeah. Because like I have people that are going through, like they're amazing readers, but they're going through things in their lives and they're like, oh no, like that's going to be fine. And I'm like, 
I don't feel like that's coming from where where it's you know, <laughs> um, where it's supposed to be coming from. But and and I'm sure that happens like with us, like how you say, like we're human at the end of the day. And yeah. I will say, like hopefully, ninety percent of the information at <laughs> least we give is correct. And I do think so. But I do think that sometimes we have our own beliefs and that energy just can't move around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and also knowing that whoever you align with, you guys yeah. have a contract together and there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of similar energies that we're working through together because I know through the last, you know, almost seven years of doing readings, I can look at the themes of the clients that I've had. And it was always in alignment with where I was being guided to go deeper. Right. So yeah, for example, in the beginning, I would get a lot of people who were coming to me in re relationships or affairs, or it was all, it was all anchored around, um, uh, being in a relationship, spouses or, or boyfriends not being faithful, or maybe there was drugs or alcohol, like these mm -hmm. things that were sort of making a relationship not feel healthy. And mm -hmm. I was like, why do I keep getting these same readings? This is obviously something's going on in my own field. And I was able to get to the root cause of that was that was a wound that I had with my dad and my mom. Like he oh. you know, had affairs. On I him. was like, were you having an affair, Jessica? I know, like, no, no, no. But I was like, that was a chin. core wound for me, right? That was like, a, yeah. and my intention as a healer and as a reader is to always work on myself so that I can be the best channel and the best guide for somebody else who comes to see me. And that means I have to do the dirty work. And so, yeah. but if you look at like the themes of who, you're aligning with, you'll see a lot of similarities. Like Sophia and I are always like, oh my God, there's so many similarities. Like before we yes. even hit record, we were just catching up and we were able to see how we are, we're, we're wanting to launch the same things. And we're talking about the always. Energy, it's always, we're so, always so in alignment. And I love how we'll go through big gaps of not seeing one another. And then we'll catch up where we're like, this is crazy. Like, I love it. I love it. Crazy. <laughs> it really is. It is. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, I just think that, um, like you said, the, that we're, We've been preparing for this for years. Like you and I have been preparing for this since 2018, right? Yeah. And I think that everything that we have experienced up until this point is only allowing us to go even deeper so that we can return back to ourselves, that we can know that we're sovereign and divine beings who have all this information inside of us and this beautiful guidance system that's inside of us. And then there's, there's incredible teachers like Sophia who are teaching their um, what they've gathered and, and not only that, but what they're channeling and to share it. And so I always like to say thank you to my fellow healers who are, you know, putting themselves out there in the way that we do to support the collective, because it is a lot of work for a healer to hold that frequency. Like it, I didn't realize it until um, December because I've just been on an autopilot since mm -hmm. you know, 2017 that I'm like this whole time, We've been go, 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 right? Yeah. And then in 2020, early 2020, we were holding space for the collective. That's when I started doing masterminds and I was doing all these readings. And I'm just realizing this last quarter that, oh my gosh, I've been like doing powerlifting and CrossFit energetically for the collective for this long. And I'm like, oh, mommy needs a break for a minute. Mommy needs a break for a minute. <laughs> no. And I, I feel like I'm never on a break. <laughs> like yeah. even when I'm on a break, I'm, I'm always kind of like, and that's, that's one of the things I'm working through still today. It's like, 
I'm like, okay, I'll go out, I don't know, to the beach. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to ground here. And like, it's so <laughs> interesting because you think of oh, grounding is like for some people relaxing, but for me, it's a part of my job. So it's almost like, just be human, Sophia. You don't need need to ground every time that you see a tree or that you go into the ocean. It's Mm -hmm. so true because the second I like start to do that, because I've been so like well-trained to do that with my energy, that it just opens me up psychically. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself, I'm going on a walk. I'm just being, I'm just being in this world. Yeah. Just turning it down. It's so true. Yeah. And I'm like, that's one of the things I'm like, I, I struggle with because I love what I do so much. And it's mm-hmm. also, it's weird because for other people, it's like a hobby, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to like go ground and just meditate. And for me, meditation uh, sometimes feels like work because I'm like meditating. I don't know if this happens to you. And I'm like channel, like not channeling, but I, like something happens in meditation. I'm like, oh, I'm going to teach that. Yeah. Or, like that's gonna and I'm like no no I have to remember like this is just my meditation like I'm not going to you know and and for me now it's like almost like self-care is like watching tv and eating fast food and (laughs) but I'm like being like they they make me be human I swear like yeah same I I love that you just said that because um (laughs) I was in a meditation last week and I was getting all these like really incredible downloads. And the whole time, all I kept thinking was, oh, I can't wait to teach this. And, and <laughs> I heard, yeah, and I heard one of my guides go, Act, no, no, this is for you. Oh my God. So you see, for we're you. in the same stage. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And I'm like, but I'll teach it eventually, right? <laughs> like, but it's just like, oh yeah, that, like, because you're right, we're constantly connecting for others forget like oh yeah I do I I get I do get some stuff just that is just for me only yeah. for me. like I don't want to like paint or something like that but I'm sure I'll start painting and I'll be like oh I'm gonna channel light codes and yeah. you know like do and it's just like no I'm just gonna paint <laughs> like it doesn't have to mean anything it's not to paint Jesus face it's okay like you can just paint a building that's <laughs> oh, so true oh my god I love it now how long is your course for like how what's the what's the length of your course so it's 12 weeks, but you get access forever. So it's it's really like ongoing. Um, and then be your own psychic. So it has like the level one, which is like this, like doing the energy work, the aura year. And then it goes into Akashic Records level two. So mm-hmm. now it's going to be three levels. And then I have Unearthing Your True Light, which is like my favorite program because it's all channeled from the records. And it's like true healing and really trippy, really, really trippy. Um, so that one's going to come after, after these. So, well, <laughs> just... and again, I love how you highlight that it's all about healing the self. And that is what in tune helps you become more psychic, right? You 100%. Like, Learn your own soul. Cause that's, that seems to be the disconnect with people that I talk to. They're like, I just want to be psychic. I'm like, yeah, but you have to understand your own energy and your own soul. Like, yeah. like you have to understand that, that language between your physical body and your you're soul. responsible. If you're psychic, you're going to be responsible for others. I was just recording one of my classes today and I was saying like, maybe you're here just to be your own psychic, you know, mm-hmm. but you, once you learn and have the tools, let me tell you, I'm sure you'll have a friend pop up or like your son's going to be sick and you're going to be like, oh, let me see what I can help in his energy or let me see. And then you start plugging into other people's energies and then like, no. So you need to learn this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it is our most natural state of being, 
right? It, it, it is what, how we are meant to yeah. move through the world. And also like the world as we know it is, you know, it's collapsing a little bit. Let's just say that. And it's going to keep like, you either get in now. That's what I, I feel. I feel a lot of like pressured time-wise this year. Of like, hey, like we need to get on this like life-saving boat. And mm -hmm. if you choose not to, like I do feel like some people are going to be really left in, behind. It's like you need to move with the energy. Do, do you feel that as well? Yeah, I do. I feel like um, we'll always have, I think everyone, everyone at their stage of consciousness is they're, they're yeah. exactly where they're meant to be. Um, but I do feel like if, I mean, how do I want to say this? I do feel like if you choose mm -hmm. to sort of elevate your frequency or move into this higher state of being, when the things are collapsing around you, it's almost like you experience it from a very centered place. It almost feels like it's so outside of you, if that makes sense. Instead of being yes. pulled into the storm and just yes. tattered and thrown around, you can actually make decisions from a very grounded place. Like you're not having to follow the herd in fear. Exactly. For example, when everything was going on with, with COVID, mm -hmm. I got a very strong, strong message. And I know that you got the same thing. Don't plug into fear. Yeah, exactly. exactly where you need to be. Remember you are guided, you are loved, you are supported. Do not plug into the fear. And that was the best message that I ever got because it was, it was literally like I would go to the grocery store and I was like, why am I seeing everything full? Everything I needed was there for me, but it was because I was not choosing to drop into that frequency of lack and survival. Exactly. And, yeah. And so I think that the more that we align with our higher knowing, the God of your own heart, um, and we, we really connect with our soul or that spirit energy, mm -hmm. the less um, distracted we can be by what's happening on social media. Cause a lot of times too, we don't even know, like I was, I saw a video come onto my reel just recently and it was like saying some crazy thing was happening somewhere, but it was a video from like three years ago. Yeah. And why is thing. it, do you know what I mean? And you're like, Oh, I was able to discern that. But for most people, they're not, they're just taking what they're seeing as, as their own reality and their own truth. And it's sinking them into their own world also. Exactly. Like you yeah. can't get out. And one of the things that my guide showed me with this, it was like, okay, so imagine like there's a water that goes all around the world, not the, not the oceans, but like, just imagine water and like every, everything that's going on, you know, all the horrible things, they're contaminating a part of the water mm -hmm. and everybody has fear. They're contaminating more of the water. So it's like, if you want to be in fear, you'll be contaminating more of like, if you don't work through it, because we all like experience mm -hmm. it, of course, like we're not, we're human, but that's what they're showing me. It's like, we need to keep the water clean. Yes. As like light workers. Let's say. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, leaning into what that looks like for you on a daily basis, I think is, is crucial for our mental health yeah. and our spiritual health and our physical and not, health. Not everybody's meant to, I know also want to say that I don't want to say that everybody's meant to be a light worker, like hold space for everybody else. No, you can just like connect in your own way, in your own, even if that's through art, you know, it doesn't have to be through learning how to be psychic. No, but it's just like healing yourself enough. And in the news, I was telling my husband, I was like, he's like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. And every day is something new, right? And I was like, 
for this year, I really think you should like turn off the TV. <laughs> like we need to live, you know, like, like let's, let's, you know, get it. You can stay informed, but yeah, you're going to, this is not going to stop, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because there's always been war. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There has always been war. There's always, unfortunately, there's always been these, these terrible things that can happen mm-hmm. across the planet and in our communities. And, and again, it's like, okay, well, how can I have faith and peace within myself? I always, I always, it always fascinates me. I was listening to, um, I think it was like a dateline when I was driving the other day mm-hmm. and the faith that this woman had through tragedy, through one of the most tragic things that any mother should ever have to go through with losing a child. Yeah. I always think like, how would I forgive? Like, I don't, you know, like what I forgive. And I was listening to her talk and she had such a strong faith in knowing that if she wow. didn't forgive and move on, that she would still be in this state of depression and like all these things. But that's because she had that faith. She had that connection to her spirit. And to something bigger than herself that anchored her and allowed her to move forward. And guess what she did? She went forward to help other families and other people in wow. need and, and, you know, in poorer communities. So she took that um, tragedy and she turned it into something healing and something beautiful. And I think that that's what, what we do, right? We experience these awful things and sometimes they're yeah. so awful, but usually something beautiful comes out of that usually something does people get inspired to create foundations and, um, and be of service and to, you know, send money and, and, uh, food and supplies to other countries. Like there's usually some sort of, um, turnaround yeah. that happens in that. And I think that that's a beautiful reminder of, of what we can do as a community. And, um, and again, I think that the more people are always like, well, what can I do to help? What can mm-hmm. I do? I'm like the greatest thing that you can do to help anyone in your sphere is to take care of yourself first. Yes. On all areas of your life. Yeah. That energy will be felt and it will inspire others to also- It won't contaminate the water. (laughs) Exactly. Going back to that. Because it really is like we are all living in this this energy field. And if we have the tools to be able to maintain that energy, we should do it. That's how we hold space. That's why I tell people, I'm like, I know like there's people who send money- I've been helping people move to the other side, people that have been passing away. I've been like sitting here with tons of people and like, you know, moving their energy. But I'm not saying that online. I'm like, yeah, well, today it's like, no, like we all work from where we can. Like we're not all the same. We're not all built the same. I can't go and build houses somewhere. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't want me doing that, you know? I know. (laughs) We all have our, our special, special skills that we can bring to the world. It's so true. Sophia, yeah. thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to talk to you. I know. It feels so like just a regular conversation. It is. <laughs> like when we're usually like, we just, this is exactly what we would talk about. 100%. It, it literally is. And I always, I always look forward to just catching up with you. And it's been, um, it's been quite a journey. I feel like we've, we've seen each other through so many things and, and it's been so fun to see, you know, cause I don't keep in touch with many people from Catherine's circle, from our circle. Um, mm-hmm. but it's been a real inspiration to see you because you definitely inspire me to, to get up on that stage. Anytime, like I see you, uh, Aww. do things like that. I'm like, Oh, I love that. You inspire um, me too. And I love how we're always like collaborating. Mm-hmm. I've never felt, cause we're always doing the same things. And one of my pet peeves is like, that other people would think that I'm copying them. 
Like it's one of my, or my triggers. I don't know what it is, but like whenever I channel something and I see somebody posting it, it's like, oh, I'm going to do my podcast. And I see you're doing your podcast. And I'm like, no, Jessica's going to think that I copied her or whatever. Like that's my first thought. But I know, I know that you don't, you don't think that, but I love that about us. It's like, I feel like we teach the same things. We do kind of the same readings. It's like, but we, with you, I just feel like we're working together in like another world, you know, I'm I'm not a competitive person at all, like nothing, but, but still, like, I feel like, cause we do the same thing. It could feel like, and I'm like, no, I truly feel that whatever you do, like I do this, like it's the same thing in a different way for different people. I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) I know what you mean. (laughs) I love that. And I also think of the two, like we, we contracted together clearly. Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah, we we definitely <laughs> we look into that. <laughs> I know. Well, I think about that because we um, very early, like in, into our circle together, we were like, oh, we were we were excited to do all these different things, and um, and I do think that there's so many similarities because we contracted to help the collective open up, connect, heal, um, feel empowered, to feel creative, and I don't, you know, again, I like you said, there's. I was, I never like to look at it as like competition energy, because I think that we need, there's, there's so much spirit for everyone. Right. And even if we're, we are teaching some of the same things or we have some like similar styles of reading, like my experience and your experiences in life are so different and we'll call in different people. And that's why I'm never afraid to share people on my podcasts or with my clients, because I'm not for everyone. And I have people that I trust. And, you know, obviously, you know, that like I've, send you people all the time. And like, I just think that the more of us that are out there, like holding mm-hmm. space, especially as teachers, I think the better. Um, and so again, I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Yeah. That, I love that. I love that conversation, but I do feel like we have like this weird connection mm-hmm. that goes beyond whatever this is. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you. And thank you for always um, checking in on my, on my spaces. I was actually thinking about you the other day, cause I was in, I was in big bear and I haven't been there in like a year. And I walked in and I was like, it still feels like my house, you know, yeah. like I saw a picture um, and I was like, oh, that looks so good. Cause you know, when you're renting a space, you know, so many people are coming in and out and I always set the intention, you know, for the space to feel a certain way and do healing on the space. But you know, when you're sensitive to energy, I was like, gosh, I hope I don't go there. And it just doesn't feel like my space anymore. And mm. I just felt like my house was so happy to have us back. And I'm just like, ah, and I always oh, think about the, the first reading you did on that property. Such a fun one. Well, I know we'll yeah. have to, we'll have to yeah. have you come back on just so we could talk about some of those property readings. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh okay. my gosh. My love. Do you want to share with the listeners how they can, uh, one find you and then, um, want to tag some of your offerings? Yeah. So on Instagram and you'll see me there, um, inshallah Academy, which you can see on the, on the description, I guess it's not uh, inshallah. It's just inshallah Academy. Um, and yeah, on my website, inshallahacademy.com. Wonderful. And then of course, you're going to be launching your, be your own psychic mastermind or did it already start? It already started, but I'm going to be keep, I'm going to keep launching it um, like next following months or something. Oh, I love that. Well, you guys will definitely have to check out Sophia's teachings. They're, they're really fun and incredible. And she also teaches in Spanish too. Yeah. And they have private mentorships. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. whatever, you can just contact me to see what, what would be best if you're interested. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And I can't wait to catch up again. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I look forward to hearing from you. Please share your comments with me on Instagram at peoplecallmejess. Your continued support means the world to me. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Plus share this episode with a friend or loved one that you feel would benefit from today's conversation. Thank you for listening.